Hey folks, you guys know I'm always diving into the dark corners of history, unearthing the stories that are sure to chill. Mastering the art of storytelling and research isn't just a passion, it's a craft. That's why I turned to Masterclass. Whether I'm analyzing historical documents or piecing together ghostly tales, Masterclass has been an invaluable resource in honing my skills. Masterclass lets you learn from over 200 of the world's best minds right at your fingertips. And the best part is it's all available for just $10 a month with an annual membership. I've been particularly captivated by the class on investigative journalism taught by Pulitzer Prize winner Bob Woodward. His insights into uncovering the truth may have transformed the way I approach each episode here. What's incredible is that 88% of members feel that Masterclass has made a positive impact on their lives. And trust me, I'm one of them. The depth of knowledge and practical tips I've gained have boosted my confidence and enriched the content that I bring to you every week. As a listener of Haunted American History, you get an exclusive 15% off an annual membership. Just visit masterclass.com haunted. That's masterclass.com haunted to save 15% on limitless learning. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So what are you going to lose? Don't wait. Join me and start transforming your passions into expertise by visiting masterclass.com slash haunted. I'll see you there. Hey, folks. I'm coming to you up front like this because there's a couple of things I want to share with you. We're coming up to the Halloween season. And boy, do I have some stories that I cannot wait to tell. I'm going to be finishing Zachary Bain's Birthing Day story by Halloween. It's only fitting since I started it back in 2020 on Halloween. Before I ever dreamed of having it play out for all of you and being so well received. Also, I'm going to be starting another story in which I outline to be a novel, much like Zach's story. But don't worry. I'm going to tell the abridged version and complete it in a single episode. Aside from the horror aspect of the story... It's really a book about growing up and getting old. So I'm really excited to hear what you guys think about it. I also want to share that my new podcast, Zoning Out, will be starting this Wednesday, September 7th, for those of you not listening on the day of the release. My pals and I sit around, rewatch, and discuss every episode of The Twilight Zone, starting with episode one and going through the entire series. A show that I personally adore and has dealt myself and countless other authors, filmmakers, and just storytellers in general with an endless stream of inspiration. The show will run weekly, and we will also be doing some fun bonus episodes talking about other things and current horror movies and TV. We have a horror draft planned for October, so head on over and subscribe and find out the teams of horror movies I draft as I go head-to-head with my co-hosts. Come listen and help us decide whose team wins. This episode's going to be a little bit shorter than most. I don't do my podcast like a lot of podcasters do it. They, you know, bankroll a few episodes up front just so they have give themselves some buffer space. I like to let inspiration come to me from my stories, and I essentially write my stories the week before I'm ready to record. And then I go in like, like for instance, right now, this episode's going to be released on September 5th, and it is currently September 3rd at 10.57 p.m. And I am recording it now. 
that's just basically how I operate. That's how my brain works. I, I, I can't help it. I'm telling you this because of the length of today's episode is going to be a little bit short. And it's also not one of my stories. Not because I, you know, didn't have time or anything. Well, that's a lie. I didn't have time. But the reason why I didn't have time is because I'm anticipating the birth of my first child. So, I've been a little bit preoccupied, but that's no excuse, Chris. Well, maybe it's a little bit of an excuse. But regardless, I'm aiming to have a new episode out every Monday from here until Halloween. But Chris, you're talking about Halloween? It's only Labor Day. Well, Labor Day for some means the end of summer. For me, it signals the beginning of Halloween. And that's why I'm excited to bring you this story. It's not my own. I can't hold a candle to it. It's the quintessential spooky story. And one I've been dying to read out loud. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Hey folks. You guys know I'm always diving into the dark corners of history. Unearthing the stories that are sure to chill. Mastering the art of storytelling and research isn't just a passion, it's a craft. That's why I turned to Masterclass. Whether I'm analyzing historical documents or piecing together ghostly tales, Masterclass has been an invaluable resource in honing my skills. Masterclass lets you learn from over 200 of the world's best minds right at your fingertips. And the best part is it's all available for just $10 a month with an annual membership. I've been particularly captivated by the class on investigative journalism taught by Pulitzer Prize winner Bob Woodward. His insights into uncovering the truth may have transformed the way I approach each episode here. What's incredible is that 88% of members feel that Masterclass has made a positive impact on their lives. And trust me, I'm one of them. The depth of knowledge and practical tips I've gained have boosted my confidence and enriched the content that I bring to you every week. As a listener of Haunted American History, you get an exclusive 15% off an annual membership. Just visit masterclass.com haunted. That's masterclass.com haunted to save 15% on limitless learning. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So what are you going to lose? Don't wait. Join me and start transforming your passions into expertise by visiting masterclass.com haunted. I'll see you there. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember. It was in a bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow, from my book's surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom angels named Lenore, Nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me 
filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now to still the beating of my heart I stood repeating, to some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. That is it, and nothing more. Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, I said, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is that I was napping, and you gently so came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there, wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortals have dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. Then I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into my chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, what this thread is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mien of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then the ebony bird beguiling, my sad face into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the continents it wore. Thou thy crest be shorn and shaven, Thou, I said, art sure no craven? Ghastly grim and ancient raven, Wandering from the nightly shore? Tell me what thy lordly name is On the night's Platonian shore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly, Foul to hear discourse so plainly, Though its answers little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agree that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such a name as nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on that placid bud spoke only that one word as if its soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, only friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, 
nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken, by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master, whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster till its songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, never more. But the raven still beguiling, all my fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and busted door. Then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy thinking what this ominous bird of yore what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking, nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er. But whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight glowing o'er? She shall press, ah, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose faint footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee. By these angels he hath sent thee. Respite. Respite and nepenthe from the memories thy of Lenore. Quaff, oh quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether temptest toss thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, Tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden, it shall clasp a sainted maiden, whom the angels named Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels named Lenore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit that bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door, quoth the raven. Nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door, 
and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him, streaming, throws his shadow on the floor, and my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore.